You're listening to the RE Agent Podcast, the number one podcast in the world where we talk with real estate agents and professionals all across North America about their wins, losses, lessons, and stories to help you win in your local market today. We usually interview real estate agents, but this is a single episode today. My name is Cody from Sheridan Street. I'm the co-founder and co-host of the RE Agent Podcast. Today, I want to chat with you about something that popped up in a Facebook group around how often you should follow up. And uh, I have my own philosophy around this and some of the top agents and some of the top teams that we've interviewed from across the country have different philosophies and different ways of doing things. But majority of the top teams have regimented follow-up that actually drives the results that they're looking for. And this is part of the reason why so many top agents and so many top teams hire what we call inside sales agents that essentially do the follow-up to set the conversation or set the appointment. Really the goal behind successful follow-up or what I call the perfect follow-up structure is there's a few different core fundamentals. And I'm going to walk you through kind of the question, some of the things that I actually gave as a response in one of these uh, Facebook groups, because I really think that it'll provide a massive amount of value in order to understand on a, on a deeper level that vast majority of people are searching before they're buying. If we can really understand that on a deep level, it allows us to change the way we think about prospects and allows us to humanize leads. Something I've been really on a big kick on over the last couple of years is for us to really humanize lead gen, for us to really think about lead gen on a deeper level that we're talking to real people. We're talking to brothers, mothers, sisters, uh, aunts, we're talking to people. And if we can really change the way we think about lead gen around follow-up, it really changes things. So the first thing that I want you to consider in your follow-up is what I call speed to process or speed to lead. What does this look like? When a lead comes into your system, we know factually, we know statistically that if you contact them within five minutes, you can increase your contact rate by a hundred times. We just know that when you get on the phone with somebody, that comes into your ecosystem, as soon as they fill out their information, we just have a better chance at conversion because they're immediately thinking about solving the problem they have, or they're immediately thinking about finding a solution to whatever they're looking to solve. This is why we say email, text, automations, voicemail, ringless voicemails, finding different ways to get in front of them faster is, is uh, going to be a great thing, but on the back end, not even from the speed, like the follow-up is like, once you've actually had a conversation with them, it's like, what is your process? Like, what does a red carpet experience look like? When we think about speed, we also think not just speed to leave, but speed to process. So what is that? What is that? Like, how quick can we get them to our lender? How quickly can we get them to actually speak with uh, multiple different lenders? Are we just giving out phone numbers or are we actually creating a red carpet experience where we put them maybe in a group chat with different lenders that allow them to find the best rates in the market today or have find them access? I was having a conversation the other day with, uh, uh, with a gentleman who um, didn't quite know the loans that were available but that's a large portion. And I call that speed to process. That's a large portion of actually making sure that your client gets approved and your client has access, not just one lender, but multiple lenders to make sure that you get paid because if they can't get a loan, you're not getting paid. So that's why I say speed to process is so important and thinking about all the holes and all the things that could potentially go wrong in the client buying journey is ultimately what is going to create great follow-up for you. And if you can create a systematic approach or a systematic process 
towards getting them through from the time they come through the funnel to the time they get set up on property search from the time that you, you meet with them in person to the time that they start seeing homes to the time they get pre-approved. If you can map out that entire client journey and create a red carpet experience, we call it speed to process, you'll have better results. Now, the next thing is the frequency. Like what does the follow-up look like? And that's why we say speed to process. Like, is it email? Is it text? Is it, you know, something we call deal of the week? So the client, the top clients we advise from across the country, um, we make sure that they're emailing and texting their list at least three times a week. So we do um, what we call deal of the week, which essentially creates conversation. We believe all conversion happens in conversation. We do market updates so that you become the knowledge broker. And we also do one, e what we call email sprinkler. That essentially is a story of a client that has one with you specifically. It's a personalized email that goes out to them. But ensuring that the frequency that you're at least emailing your list or texting your list three times a week is so important so that they know that you actually care, which brings me to the next uh, focus of tools. Making sure you have a CRM, a customer relationship management software. So you know specifically, and you can log notes. The top agents we uh, advise across the country, they have multiple CRMs because they understand that tools and they understand that tech is just a part of the job. Like you need tools and tech in order to actually grow because you need to be able to manage your pipeline. You need to be able to email, to be able to do one-to-one -one and but also to be able to do one-to-many reminders, automation, having a CRM is so important. But the most important thing, and what I wrote in this Facebook community today was around intention. I think a lot of the reason why agents and teams don't follow up is they don't know what to say. And I want to give you some tools around intention, because I think that if we can be intentional with a follow-up, we make, we have a better chance of getting a response, number one, and if we can be intentional, we set ourselves apart from everyone else that's saying, hey, I'm just checking in to see if you're thinking about buying or selling real estate. It's like, it just, it's not personal and it's not intentional. And why you listening to this podcast today is I, I really implore you to be intentional with your follow-up. Time block it in your calendar. Make sure that you have, um, you know, from nine to 11, like your entire focus is I'm going to work my IDX. I'm going to take a look at people that are viewing properties and I'm going to do follow-up. And if you're already at a point where you can outsource this and leverage this to inside sales agent, do that. But um, something that we, and I wrote in this is like the top agents that we advise, they call and they, like the question was like, how often do you follow up to a non-responsive lead before giving up? And this person was listening to a lot. Uh, they were asking in a Facebook group, but they also watch a bunch of videos. My answer was call them and contact them until you reach them and have a conversation. The top agents, like I mentioned, we, we advise have inside sales agents that do this. They follow up until they have a conversation and meet in person. Like the encouragement I want to give you is like the whole reason we're interviewing agents from across the country is like success leaves clues. Like, the, like when I, we interview the, the agents, like the, the teams, they do this and they have this regimented really good. So I said, people search before they buy. This is why follow-up is required. But here are seven ideas that you can implement today that will get you out of the, hey, just checking in. Because I want you to do that. Because I want you to be successful listening to this podcast. So um, custom Loom videos. If you haven't used Loom before, I highly implore you to learn how to use the tool because you can actually record your screen. You can um, record them. Say, for example, they viewed 123 Banana Street or 123 Main Street. You can create a custom Loom for them that feels different. 
like it's like hey sally hey tom like i know that you were looking for one two three main street uh i know you were looking for two bedrooms three bathrooms uh you wanted a big backyard because i i know like i remember you said to me that it's important that you have space for your dog to run around and your kids um I would love to go show you the property because I really think that it would be a, I really think it actually fits your criteria. You know how different that sounds versus then, hey, I'm just checking in with you. The custom loom video is one of the best things that you can do in order to create intention around creating follow-up. Now, follow-up doesn't just have to be, um, it doesn't have just to be one-to-one. It can be one-to-many. I'm going to get into that, but custom loom video. The next thing could just be off-market opportunities. Just recording a loom video that you send to everyone where it's like, hey, I wanted to make sure you didn't miss this opportunity. This is off-market. It's exclusive. Record a video, send it to your email list. It doesn't even have to be one-to-one. It could just be one-to-many, but having you on camera or having you on a loom video is so much better of you walking them through the opportunity at hand, you're going to get more responses. So loom videos. The next thing is custom voice notes. So I was, uh, was chatting with a, um, with a friend who has a team and they put everyone in WhatsApp group. So whenever they get a lead or whenever they get a prospect that is searching, they put them in a WhatsApp group with the entire team and you can record a, uh, a custom voice note. Hey, Sally, hey, Tom, I saw you just looked at one, two, three Main Street, and you just do the same thing you would do on a Loom that I talked to you earlier about, but you do it on a voice note. It's different. Changes it up versus text or versus email. It makes it more intentional. The fourth thing is when they view a property on IDX, have somebody on your team call them. Hey, we saw you were interested in one, two, three Main Street. Pick up the phone, call them, send them a text message. It could be text, it could be email, it could be voice note, it could be uh, Loom video. Find different ways and find different entry points in order to get yourself back in front of people. And that's how you do better follow-up. Deal of the week is something, it's a really simple email, really simple text message that we sent out before all of our clients do it. Uh, it's literally just a couple bullets, uh, the price of the home. If you want more information, DM me the word, send me a message with the word, uh, with keyword. It could be like the word VIP and I'll get you on my list. And it just creates conversation is all it does. Uh, it creates curiosity, creates conversation. We call it deal of the week. Some of our clients are doing this uh, as well. They're doing weekly market updates. Again, I would do that if I were you. It's a simple email. You grab the stats, you send an email weekly with the market updates because people want to know what's happening in the market, especially right now because of interest rates. And you can you can show them value of purchasing a home through, and you can have conversations about the market if you know the market. But if you don't know the market, it's hard to educate them on the market. So pulling the stats weekly and sending it as an email is like just a no-brainer. You should be doing that weekly. And that's follow-up because like, you know, again, as long as the end of the email, you say, hey, whenever you're ready, or if you want to have more questions about the market, just send me an email back with the word market and we'll sit down and we'll chat about, you know, whether you should or shouldn't buy. Simple, follow-up. And last but not least, some of our clients are doing this and I think this is a genius idea and I think you should steal it. Some of our clients are doing weekly giveaways to local restaurants, to their list and to their social. Um, you know, a $50 gift card, $200 budget every month. You get value from the restaurant. You get value from your list. You're nurturing your list. It's 200 bucks a month, $50 a week. Um, I would highly implore you to do that. That's follow-up as well. And people want to stay on your list. 
So if you want people to stay on your email list, you need to provide the value. It's a great way to provide value. It's a great way to provide value to your local community. If you can start thinking local, you can come up with really cool ideas and really different ways to do follow-up in a way that you get in front of people more consistently. That's really what follow-up comes down to is how many times can I get in front of people consistently with different messages um, and, and different ways that they will remember me when they actually do want to buy and sell real estate. So if you got a ton of value today, I do thank you for tuning into another episode of the RE Agent Podcast. We'll see you soon.